0: Hello and welcome to episode 13 of Delusions of Grandeur.
1: I'm Lady Naomi and this is... (laughs) Chrissy Marie. You always laugh. (laughs) How am I not meant to laugh when you say, Lady Lady Naomi? Naomi.
0: (laughs) Um, Yes, it is Lady Naomi. And uh, episode 13 is about something dear to both our hearts. Oh, yes. Op shopping. Uh Uh Uh-huh. 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 Oh, well, tell me. You go first. Oh. When were you first exposed to an op shop?
1: Oh, like young in life. There was a good Vinnie's store in my hometown. Oh. Um, yeah, that I grew up on Vinnie's. Mm-hmm, uh-huh, uh-huh. Yeah. Was
0: this the same Vinnie's store you later stood in the window and were photographed in, in the town with the name they loved so much they named it twice? <laughs>
1: no, I actually, I oh. uh, I went to the Red Cross because they had a better shop oh, front. Oh, they did too. It was Red
0: Cross. <laughs> yeah. So there's
1: lots of different oppies. Yeah. Oppies, can we call them
0: oppies? I think we can. They used to be called thrift shops. Yeah. But that had a sort of a connotation of lack of wealth to it, whereas op shops are slightly different. So now they're, they're
1: all op shops. Yeah, and in America they call them goodwill.
0: Oh, okay. Mm. Now, in Australia, as I understood it, an op shop was a, a charitable, non-profit organisation. But I have joined an op shop group on the Book of Faces <laughs> And I'm amazed at the amount of people who say, oh, I own an op
1: shop. Mm. So,
0: they're really just shops that are calling themselves op shops. I don't know how I feel about that.
1: Yeah, it feels a bit weird because yeah. I feel like the op shops started their life as something to, you know, an opportunity store to yeah. to both give people an opportunity to recycle goods but also an opportunity for people to be supported by a charity Mm -hmm. and i feel like if we're privatizing that then yeah it feels a bit yucky i don't
0: like that 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 someone can privately own an op shop give it a different name Mm. Go back to calling it a thrift store yeah, or a $2 shop or something. I don't know. Just don't call it an op shop because the connotation for me is that it's a charitable organisation that is non-profit.
1: Mm. And they're clearly not. There's and clearly, of, <laughs> clearly not. Plenty of those. Clearly not. Yeah. 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 Do you have a favourite? Like a, and, and I'm not going to ask you to name your favourite store because I think that Op shop. So your favorite op shop is something very sacred and very secret, and you don't want to go telling the world about like a oh. really good Oppie. But is there a a brand of op shop that you are just constantly like, yes, these guys are great? No. Oh, you're a bit of a tart. You're all oh, all over. over it. Yeah, <laughs>
0: yeah. And I, I, it's really odd what I find and what uh, when I look at the. Book of Faces page. Mm. People are finding what are those shoes with the red soles? Oh,
1: Christian Louboutin.
0: Yeah, A woman posted last week. I found these. Do you think they're fake? I paid five dollars. Yeah, I think they're fucking fake, love. Yeah, but they may not be. Mm. Um, yeah, no, I don't. I don't have any preference. I'll go to a variety of them, but I, I kind of blitz. I'll go and do six in a day, and then I won't do any for months. Oh, but for me, I look specifically for. Mm furs, Mm -hmm. gowns, and shoes for the studio, Mm -hmm. and scissors. (laughs) I might have a bit of an obsession with scissors, Mm -hmm. just a little obsession. Um, But I generally, I I don't know, well, the best thing I've ever bought in an op shop, Mm. it was on the same day, it was two different op shops, but of the same breed. Mm -hmm. I got three stainless steel buckets for the laundry and 15 peacock feathers.
1: Okay. <laughs> I thought I'd won lotto. It's a good day in the office. Oh, yeah. it was brilliant.
0: <laughs> brilliant. What about you? Have you got a preference for store? Uh,
1: no, but I've really got to be in the mood. I love an op shop for a dig, but I need to be in the mood to dig. Yeah. Uh, yeah. You can't just kind of... Waltz in and just have a bit of a cursory glance. You you actually need to have, and I'm, I'm quite methodical about the way I work through racks and and that kind oh, of really? thing. Yeah, to make sure that I don't miss anything, but also that yeah, what what am I on a mission to to find on that day? Okay, mm, mm.
0: that's good to know.
1: Yeah, but <laughs> that face, <you're> like, <laughs> of course, you're obsessive compulsive with your op shopping.
0: <laughs> well, I'm not really, but well, maybe I am. There's there's one particular brand of op shop. Mm. Um, one business name, Mm. and they have two versions. So they have their upmarket things on white hangers and all their books not in genre order or author order or alphabetical order, but in colour of spine order. Um. Oh, that infuriates me, although I really buy a book. Um, But they also have... So the, the funding from that particular business model mm-hmm. goes towards funding national programs. Okay. But they have a second store of a very similar name and that funds raised in those stores stay in the local community. Oh. And they don't have the white hangers and the exclusive labels. They just have what's donated locally and sold locally and then funds remain local.
1: That's interesting, isn't it's,
0: it? And I didn't realise this. I realised that I thought they were just updating some stores, mm. but I had it explained to me by one of the staffers that, no, it's actually two different business models. Wow. Really? Op yeah. shops have got business
1: models? That's, isn't that that's quite sophisticated, isn't yeah. it? That they actually have a business strategy to the fact where they've separated their business out and operate them in different ways for different funding. I think that's... Well,
0: they're non they're profit but they still want to raise money for their program. So I can understand why you'd want to maximise your money, but some rely virtually purely on volunteers and mm. some have a lot of paid staff.
1: And I think that's the difference, isn't it? Yeah. Like, yeah, be fair and either help your people out in all of your stores or don't.
0: Yeah, it's, mm. it's a very odd arrangement, And it may change. It may just be an evolutionary thing. Mm. But I do have a favourite op shop and I don't mind uh, admitting it. Okay, It's called Sonship at Morissette Mm -hmm. and it's my favorite op shop because I donate to them a lot of stuff on a regular basis. Mm -hmm.
1: Do you then buy your own stuff back? No, (laughs) I don't need (laughs) any. Just checking. (laughs) Uh,
0: But I do have some friends who through their business interests um, have items that are donatable. And so they, um, they pretty much channel it through me. I do a lot of washing and cleaning and passing it on. Mm -hmm. And that particular business model Mm -hmm. their funds purely go overseas to uh, the Solomon Islands to fund education and medical programs so yeah I support them as much as I can I really like them and the people there are so friendly and generous and caring Mm -hmm. Um, yeah so I guess I do have a favorite but not so much for buying more for donating
1: okay and that, that does raise an interesting point about donating because there's a my local shopping center there's oh, must be four or five big red bins and when I'm looking to donate stuff I used to always go to these particular bins because they were easily accessible I you know they weren't often overflowing and that kind of thing and and I had made the assumption that these bins belong to a charity and therefore all of the stuff that I was donating was going to a charity
0: and you found actually private businesses
1: shredding them turning them into rags
0: shredding them or reselling them
1: yep. I yeah. was devoed. yeah and so I think that's uh you know just an important point for anyone who is either you know buying or donating it's that each of these individual businesses and they you know they can be not for profit but they are ultimately a business serve different purposes. Their funds go to fund different programs and projects and parts of the world and Australia. So, it, you know, if, if you are interested in that, then you have a choice in terms of where you're frequenting and, and who you're donating to and, and that kind of thing. If you love a good bargain, though, then that's fine. Yeah, You've got yeah, plenty absolutely. of options.
0: If, if you're morally concerned about where it's all going, then do, do due diligence.
1: <laughs> I, I'm going to call this out because a couple of weeks ago, <laughs> I stumbled on the same thing, and you're like, "What was that?" <laughs> yeah. yeah, let's just
0: edit them both out. Um, yeah, just do your research. Yeah, find out where it's going. Yeah, but yeah, I do, and I I do quite enjoy some days when we do go and have an op shop day and and come home with a couple of furs. Interestingly, COVID made some changes. COVID, 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 COVID. made some changes to the way um, church run charity shops. Function because mm. they weren't able to open, they couldn't have their volunteers in, yep. so they went online, mm. which is amazing. And I, I seriously picked up a fur coat from an op shop in Victoria um, and had it sent up because I do have, and I know some people don't like furs, but these animals are already dead. Um, they posted it to me and it was magnificent. And that's a shop I wouldn't have had access to had it not been for COVID. And, yeah, they've made a nice little business and aside from selling online. And I don't mean through the Book of Faces Marketplace. They have their own <laughs> website.
1: It's interesting because I think you had shared with me the link of all of the, the op shops or the charity shops that, during COVID. That, that were, were online. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I had I'd picked up a fabulous silk Italian dress for I think $14 or something crazy Mm. and again they were based in Sydney so a place I would never have have come across but it was interesting because that was I think sort of at the beginning of the COVID kind of or it was far enough in that people like we need to switch our business model but not so much because some of the the charities obviously had some really good connections where they had amazing online presence mm. and others were terrible. terrible. Yeah, really terrible. <laughs> I guess it's like anything, but uh, yeah. And, and I think that there was one charity that I'd looked at and they had a watch and it was like an $8,000 watch. And I think that there's a time and a place for them to be selling those things online because you're not going to lend your local oppie and then drop 8K on a, a watch. Um, Whereas it is more appropriate, especially... You know, if it is funding programs and that kind of thing, you want to get the best price possible.
0: And you've got a wider audience with with which to extract money
1: from. That's exactly right. Mm. So, yeah, I I think that that's that's an appropriate sort of use. They're using it for good, not evil. Mm. Uh, (laughs) Because that's what I've I've found over the years and it's sort of uh, that that running it as a business. Some charities that I go into or some oppies I go into, I look at the price and go, actually – like what you're trying to sell is not worth this or I could buy something brand new, but basically the same price as this. So do you think there's been a switch in, I guess the quality or that maybe the people in the, the charity stores in particular are more educated in terms of what stuff's worth and they're willing to ask higher prices or.
0: Oh, I think there's been very much an uh, a change in their marketing strategy mm. and and its education yep. you know but uh, there's one particular charitable organisation and they carry two ranges within the one store so they've got their white hanger range mm-hmm. which is all designer uh, more expensive pieces and then they've got their ordinary bog standard range yeah
1: <laughs> i can hear your cat calling it's not my cat <laughs> oh but yeah i i think that it's an interesting distinction and Now that there are more of them, because in the olden days we used to have, there were the Salvos, there was Sir Vincent de Paul, Red Cross. Anyone else I'm missing? No. That was kind of... That was
0: pretty much it. Yeah. The big three. Yeah. And now there's, you know, refuges are running um, op shops to fund refuge programs. Well, I think it's a great idea. Yeah. But I like the circle economy of it, that we're not filling you know, space landfill with this stuff that can be recycled and reused. Mm. I like that aspect of it. Yep. What I don't like is when you drive past an op shop on a Monday morning and some oh, <sighs> fucking loser mm-hmm. has decided out to, the front. yeah, they've been moving house or whatever. Yep, And rather than take it to a tip, pay to have it removed, fill a bin with it sort it into what's charitable what can be recycled and what can't be they just dump it and that really shits me
1: i'm hearing you don't be one of those fucking people seriously it costs
0: some of these charities a lot of money to get rid of things that they didn't want in the first place
1: and I can't help but feel if you're ditching it there on the weekend, it's not legit stuff. You're not helping. Like you're not. Oh, no, you, you're don't not, have a good conscience and go. I've no, given no. my stuff to charity. It's you've offloaded your shit when there's no one there to vet it. So. Yeah, exactly, exactly. <laughs> yeah, we both have very strong opinions.
0: On Absolutely, that. and uh, you know it's a illegal. And it looks messy. That's it. And you don't like a lot of these organisations run primarily with volunteers and mm-hmm. you can't expect volunteers to walk in on a Monday and go, Oh, here we go again. Yep. yep. It's
1: just not on. No, no, exactly. Exactly. But yeah, I, I think that in my local area, I love having the day. Like, as you've spoke about, you sort of hit a couple in, in a go. Uh, and and I, then we
0: go out to lunch. I, that's exactly
1: right. <laughs> that's the good. Bit. That, that's our pattern. Um, at one point though, we drove all the way down to the, like, where was that? The South, not quite the South coast. Where, where what part of the world do we call that? The Southern Highlands. Southern Highlands. Yes, yes. We did a, a bit of a traipse around, not necessarily oppies. No, but we
0: were heading to Canberra. Yeah, Canberra. Yeah. Canberra. <laughs> yes, but we did stop at uh, Middigong and mm-hmm. hit a few oppies. And um, it was certainly enjoyable, but intermingled in that whole range of oppies were some good quality secondhand clothing stores where you went just a little bit fucking crazy.
1: Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I did. That's yeah. Freaking cool though. Yeah. It was, yeah. I might have bought
0: some glasses. Let's not go there. <laughs> um. <laughs> but you yeah, did. I mean that was a great day as mm. as well. Just to go to all those different places and and look at what was available. Just on a journey elsewhere, we were heading to the
1: National Gallery. Yeah. And I think that's the beauty of op shopping. You're a little bit. It's like a treasure hunt. You know, like you never, you never know, know what, what you're gonna find. find. <laughs> And that's beautiful. And sometimes
0: you find nothing, and it's quite a right to walk out without purchasing
1: anything. Oh, you! Well, I'll play this back to you then. Yeah,
0: I can do that. <laughs> I'm
1: very good at doing that. <laughs> I'll just get that little sound bite on my phone, and then when we're, next time we're out shopping, it's like, it's perfectly okay to leave without <laughs>
0: Perfectly okay to leave without buying.
1: Yeah. <laughs> no, I jest. Uh, and again, I think that. Sometimes I, I do get a little bit spiritual about it where it's like I'm meant to have this thing. I've, I've found this thing at this time and I take it all the way back and it wasn't a charity. It was called Steptoes. Uh, so it was a secondhand. In curry. St- curry. in curry curry. Yeah. Uh, and so it was, that, uh, I still remember the shop from, and I'd walked in and I'd seen two things. There was a little tea set, cup and saucer set that had rainbow-coloured cups and saucers and they were just divine i think at this point i was 17 so i'd gotten my peas and i was like okay i I, i'm control my own destiny the world is your oyster that's exactly right um but then the other thing they had was this triptych uh picture uh, that had been painted and it was called marrakesh mystery and it was sort of these dark browns and greens and had these sort of faces hidden and oh it was just Magnificent. Awful? Oh, sorry. Sorry. It was magnificent. And for me, I'm normally bright colours, bright, 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 bright. So it was a real departure from anything that I normally liked with these these dark, moody kind of things. And I hesitated and I went. Oh, he and who hesitates. It's lost. So I went back a couple of days later. Gone. Both of them were gone. <gasps> But how amazing. Because I was going
0: to say, have you still got them today? And the answer is no,
1: but someone else has. No, but the twist is, plot twist, (gasps) my mum bought them both for me for my birthday. Oh, really? Why have I not heard this story before? Yeah, isn't it magical? So that's the thing I love about op shops, though. And that's my cautionary tale. Don't hesitate. Like, if you see something, like, and I think in one of the op shops that we had looked at, Mittagong, and there was a, a bowl or there was something and you were about to leap on it and someone leapt on it and you followed um, them around yes. the store hoping that they were going to put it down and they did not put it they down put it. Mm-hmm.
0: yeah i remember that it was a really pretty vase that i really quite liked the look of and i was hoping someone would put it down mm,
1: didn't no, happen though. They didn't happen so it's like swoop no. be decisive yeah grab the thing hang on to it because you can always put it down but if you turn around it's not likely to be no. there after you go so yeah
0: I've never had any luck like, matching services, so, so I've got a few things that I'm missing, like a creamer or a, a like I'm one saucer short. Um, and I've never is that had like when
1: they use like your one sandwich over picnic? Or is... kn-
0: no, not quite. <laughs> so and and so there are a few things that I'm I do specifically look for that I've never found, and I think it's probably just really a waste of time.
1: I th- but I think the magic's there. There's the opportunity for you one day. To walk in and just find the saucer and be the like, thing. Oh
0: my it's God. generally cups, yeah. Okay. Cups tend to break before saucers do. Yeah. But, Yeah. I,
1: anyway, I've never found it. Do you believe in the magic of op shops? Is no. that something you are like? Oh. No. Okay. No. This is where we.
0: It is interesting though when you look at the book of face, uh huh, and the particular group that I'm in relating to the opie shoppy.
1: Mm.
0: How many people spend? so much time a week just going from op shop to op shop. Mm. I can't do it.
1: I couldn't be fucked doing that, no. No, no. no. It's
0: a uh, every now and then adventure. And it, it's a bit of an adventure. Yeah. um, But no, I can't. I can't hack it. And it, there are sa- the same people post every day, oh, look what I got today. Oh, I went here. And look what I got here. And like, oh, fucking hell. Everybody's different in this world, but I can't. I just can't come at it. No. It's like that's constant disappointment. go there every day and they still don't have that fucking saucer you want.
1: <laughs> oh, I've been listening to Brené and she's done a fantastic thing about oh. disappointment. Uh-huh. But I'll leave that for another
0: time. Thankfully. <laughs> I did notice you commented or you posted a picture of her new book. But I did. I've got to say I did find that and I think I might have sent you a, a snapshot of that new book a couple of days ago. And again, it might still be on my phone and I haven't sent it
1: yet. I think it's the, the that, that one. I think it's still on your phone. Could be. Could that's be. that's okay. Yeah. I saw your eyes glaze over there as soon as yes, I mentioned, yeah, Brede, yeah. Which is, you know what? That's progress. Because previously you're like, Who? <laughs> Yeah, yeah. So, I'm, I'm taking that as a win. <laughs>
0: okay. Good. It's always good to see the positive.
1: That's, that's who I am. <laughs> oh,
0: that is. Well, I never knew about your mum buying you those things. Mm, yeah. Wow. Well, the
1: universe was really following you that day. That's it. But then it's kind of come...
0: So, now let me get back to my original question. Have you still got them? No. Oh. No, I don't. Did they go back to an op shop?
1: Uh, no. They got sold at a garage sale. Oh, okay. Which for me... I love a
0: garage sale. Oh yeah, I love COVID's being a killed the whole bloody garage sale scenario, hasn't
1: it? It definitely has, and I can't cop marketplace. Like I, I would rather Is it still donate. available? I would rather donate all of my stuff.
0: Is it still available? Is it still available? I actually answered. Uh, or I contacted someone on marketplace the other day because they had something I wanted, and her response was, "Yes, still available. I've got COVID. I can hold it till next week." Why are you advertising it? Mm. I just don't understand
1: your marketplace. What else is... are you going to do? You got COVID. Well, I guess, no. <laughs> I
0: guess that's it. It's like, oh, I've got nothing else to do. I just go through the cupboards. <laughs> um. So yeah, COVID has changed a lot of things, and the garage sale, the death of the garage sale, is one of them. Mm. I really hope it comes back. I really hope that the garage sale once again rises from the ashes. Yeah. And we can, you know, scour through the Saturday morning going, oh, yeah, there's one here and one there and one there.
1: I I live in the hope that that COVID has changed people enough that when they're putting an ad online, they tell you what size stuff is. (laughs) No. (laughs) I know I'm dreaming. This is me being very idealistic and optimistic. It's not going to happen. For fuck's sake, if you are selling a pair of shoes... Tell me what fucking size
0: Oh, I know.
1: (laughs) Doc Martens.
0: Oh, my God. Doc Martens. No one seems to know what size they are, though. (laughs) Yeah, so the important thing is to include that information. I love it. I've been looking at, like, large glass Demijohns or carboys for um, the purposes of building terrariums. Mm -hmm. Because I quite like the odd terrarium. And the amount of times you see... Huge vase. A huge
1: bottle. How big? (laughs) Give us like, if only there were a unit of measure you could use to to show us how big that was. Mm. (laughs) I love on my local um, uh, buy, sell, swap page, there is a person who always has a can of Kirk's lemonade. And that can of Kirk's lemonade gives scale to everything. Which I appreciate. I'm down for that. Because even without... Actual dimensions You get the gist mm, you, Is it mm. tiny or humongous mm. you, It gives you that scale mm. So I, I appreciate that
0: I didn't realise the can of Kirk's Lemonade Was the measure <laughs> the, the unit Uh, that we
1: are now relying on
0: for advertising. But I I will remember to try and pick one up somewhere sometime.
1: (laughs) It took me a while. Literally, this person has been advertising for years. They're very, very active on on one of the local buy, sell, swap sites. And the first few times, I was like, oh, you could clean your bench eh? You don't have to have that filthy can. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, you idiot. Yeah. Yeah, I am. But I was like... My God, like just get the can. How hard is it? You're taking pictures. Move the can out of the way, and then oh. after probably the fourth or fifth thing, I'm like, oh, oh. <laughs> I see what you're doing there.
0: <laughs> and it's the quality of the images. I know we've got a bit of op shopping, but it's the quality of the images that just astounds me at times. Oh,
1: some look like they've been shot with a camera that captured Bigfoot. You like? like... <laughs>
0: yeah. I mean, if you can't work the phone cam some four year old to do it because they can.
1: Yep. You know my favourite thing to look at for pictures online. What is people taking pictures of mirrors?
0: Oh yeah. <laughs> yep. 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 Yeah. Yep. Do make sure you've got your clothes on for that one.
1: I just love the. Some people blow themselves out. Some people hide under a sheet and just hold their hand out. There's there's a whole range of different ways people address that that issue. For me, I just sort of take it on an on angle. an angle. <laughs> Yeah, the angle seems to work. (laughs) But yeah, I find that really amusing. Mm -hmm. Uh, Yeah, yeah. But again, I I think that there is probably now more than ever an appetite among mainstream for op shopping and recycling because we've moved away from that kind of – Greed is good, and, and we've churned through that disposable type stuff. Don't get me wrong, it's still very much there, but I think you know, pages like Upcycle and, and that kind of thing on Free the cycle, the, Yeah, yeah, up, yeah, yeah, Upcycle is the one on, on the book of the face. And uh, they, some of the things that people do, like even I think you've sent me the videos of the lady who buys certain dresses and then re-sews them and turns them into these amazing things how is it just go to spotlight love and buy your fabric but no it's it's that whole idea of reusing recycling repurposing and and that kind of thing um and i the thing about an op shop is that it's in some generally (laughs) i've assumed that generally it's in a bit of a uniform kind of organized type of fashion whereas i find garage sales are a little bit hit and miss it's like pretend you're a shop just pretend you're a shop and label things tell me how much it is but i hate (laughs) no price have like things together i hate
0: i really even in even in the oppie the shoppy i hate the no price thing yep excuse me how much is this oh shirley Shirley, how much is this, Shirley? Oh, I don't know. Has it gone without a price on it?
1: <laughs> you yeah. do that so well. It's like you've spent a lot of time in shops. <laughs> I, I may have.
0: And I, I'm guaranteed the thing that I want is guaranteed not to have a price on it.
1: Yeah. And, and I feel like in that moment they're sizing you up to yeah. go, oh, you know, if you were someone different. She can afford problem, such, such and such. Yeah. yeah. And
0: yeah. maybe that's a good working model for them. Maybe that's the way they maximize their profits. I don't know. but it fucking shits me to tears, mm. if you've got it on the floor for sale, put a fucking price ticket on it. Jesus <laughs> fucking Christ, how hard is it?
1: Run your free shop with volunteers better. <laughs> yeah. Yes, make those volunteers work for you. <laughs> but again, I'm like, pretend it's a shop. That's that's what, for me, I, I love garage sales for that reason because I'm like, woohoo, I get to escape My normal job, my normal serious job, and I get to be in retail for one day, and that's more than enough. Thank you very much. Yeah, Yeah, one day is enough.
0: It's the prep that goes into it. Mm. Let's not go into this sordid
1: subject of garage sales. Oh, no, we've had our fair share. We've done quite a few together. We have. We have done a few together. Yeah, they they end up okay in the end. Yeah,
0: and it it is a good way of um, offloading things, passing things on to other people.
1: And then what doesn't sell... You donate to the op shop. That's exactly right. Yeah. So it's the circle of life. I love it. Any final thoughts on op shops? If you've got a favourite one, let us know. Oh, yeah. But um, maybe, maybe they're going to be secret squirrel like we Oh, well, maybe
0: then just show us the best thing you've ever bought in an op shoppie.
1: Yeah. Because I know, like, people are they're funny with op shops. Well, people
0: are funny. <laughs> No and inter- I think people who are listening to this are riotously funny.
1: Oh, If you're up to episode 12 and been listening all along, you yeah. must be a special kind of person. 12 so, or 13? Uh, oh, this is 13. You're right. Jesus, yeah. she doesn't
0: even know what we're doing.
1: Oh, no, I've lost count. That's has like been so many. Man. I know, it's amazing. So many. It is amazing.
0: So if you are listening to us and you want to interact with us, flick us a message we've got social media i don't know what it is but <laughs> Marie
1: does. come on by episode 13 we can we can do this okay so it's delusions uh, of graduate
0: podcast yeah on the book of faces and on insta yep and if you don't know what insta is why are you listening to us
1: yeah i, I think you know we're not cool young hip happening humans but yeah we're just... not
0: on tiktok
1: Oh, yet. I think that... Really? Yeah. Really? Yeah. No, I'm geeing up. It's okay. I can't do a dance move in public. Uh, Maybe that's a challenge. Oh,
0: no. No challenge. No challenge. But, yeah, if you've bought something really awesome at an op shop, let us know. If you've donated something and you've realized you shouldn't have donated it and you want it back, let us
1: know. Ooh, ooh. Lady Naomi's probably bought it. I probably so. bought it. Yeah. <laughs>
0: probably bought it once and then donated it somewhere
1: else. <laughs> the circle of the economy. No, but I, I think, yeah, it show us your good purchases. If you've had a really, like, beautiful story, like with my pictures and my cups yeah. and sauces, let us know. Um, because I think that, yeah, there's some lovely little coincidences. And I love the, the magic of op shopping. I love sending things out. Because you know it is that one man's trash is another man's treasure, mm. and, and that's what I love about uh, op shopping and, and secondhand second hand shopping is that somebody's not thought enough about this to want to give it away, and then someone else swoops in and finds it and thinks it's the best thing the they've ever owned. So yeah. how yeah. amazing is that? Well, we better
0: we better set another date. We better go and do a bit of a run.
1: Yeah, I agree. Yeah, we need to right. get on that.
0: Well, we'll stop talking to these people. and Let's go do it. <laughs> We're out. So what's on for next week?
1: Oh well, it, it is. It's a little bit in the vein of op shopping. So we're going to be talking about gratitude. So I didn't say that right. About gratitude. Okay. <laughs> So we get to say all the things we're grateful for, which may or may not include some op shop purchases.
0: Okay.
1: <laughs> all the
0: things we're grateful for. Yeah. We're here a long time. It'll
1: be like an hour episode for yeah, sure. Yeah, let's not, let's not do an to hour. To some, we'll, we'll like yeah. limit it, like Those Oprah's favourite things.
0: a 20-minute episode's probably feel like an
1: hour to some people. anyway. I <laughs> <laughs> oh just shut up, yeah. stop talking. In that case, bye for now <laughs> from Lady Naomi. And Chrissy Marie. Bye. bye.